The Writer Files, a member of the Podglomerate Network. I want to mention a great resource for writers, and this month's sponsor, Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories. I'll expound later in the show, but the short version is this long-awaited book about the craft of creative writing from New York Times bestselling author Steve Almond sets out to debunk the well-meaning but misguided myths that hold us back from writing our deepest and most honest work. Pick up a copy today of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, wherever you buy books, more soon. Greetings, scribes. I have got some exciting news to share. The Writer Files now has an exclusive Patreon community where subscribers will get exclusive access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and content from productivity and publishing experts each month. In the meantime, just head over to patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. It's free to join Patreon to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. Help us start something special. Rainmaker FM. Welcome back to The Writer Files. I'm your host, Kelton Reed. And in this special edition of the show, we're shining the light on some freelance writers out there who are making it happen as professional online content creators. These scribes who have found success and a very good living doing what they love, writing and helping others achieve success. In full disclosure, the two writers I'm highlighting in this show, Mark Crosling and Aaron Rickson, are online content creators and strategists who both run profitable freelance writing businesses. The other thing they have in common, though they came to professional writing from very different paths, is that both writers graduated from Copyblogger's Certified Content Marketer Training Course, a program that makes this show possible. The program is usually closed, but it reopens periodically for a short time to invite new classes of students into the course. Stay tuned to learn how these two successful writers got to where they are today. A lot of online publishers and content creators already know that copyblogger.com is one of the best resources out there for rock-solid content strategy and writing advice. But did you know that they also certify content marketers? If you have an exceptional writing voice and want to learn more about Copyblogger's certified content marketer training, check out rainmaker.fm slash certification. That's rainmaker.fm slash certification. And if you're a fan of The Writer Files, please click subscribe to automatically see new interviews as soon as they're published and leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts to help other writers find us. And my first guest is serial entrepreneur, copywriter, content marketer, and founder of strategiccontent.co, Mark Crosling, who offers content creation, social, and search strategy services. His business credo is all roads lead to your inbox. Mark has founded numerous startups, four of which became stock exchange listed companies. He has an MBA from the University of New South Wales and is a certified content marketer. In this segment, Mark and I discuss a look at the inner workings of the digital commerce ecosystem, how to find a holistic approach to online marketing, why copywriters are the stonemasons of the digital age, the upcoming voice search revolution for writers, and how to get completely aligned with your audience. And today I am joined by a very special guest, Mark Crossling. Thank you so much for uh, hopping on here to wrap with me. Uh, pleasure, Keldon. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And I understand that uh, you're in the uh, fine, fine uh, <laughs> continent country of Australia. 
fine and hot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You've got it. Um, so it is summer there. It's summer, and uh, in Melbourne, we've had a, a late start to summer, but it's coming on uh, pretty hard at the moment. So it's good. It's different. Well, I am jealous because it is getting colder here by the minutes. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure of that. Well, yeah, Mark, um, thanks for hopping on to do this. And, you know, as I kind of explained to you, we're um, really kind of shining the light on writers that are just out there making it happen. And, yep. you know, I want to kind of pick your brain a little bit about how you get it done. Did you kind of have a, a, a moment, an aha moment when you wanted to, you know, make uh, writing and the, and the content strategy stuff your full-time gig, your, your, your uh, passion? I, I, I wanted to be online. I wanted to make money online. And um, pretty early on, I realized I needed to, to write. And I needed to write in a style that's going to be read. And you can look back on that, and, and, I, and I do look back on it and say, well, I was a competent writer, but there were thick, big paragraphs and basically unreadable. And so I somehow came across Copyblogger. I've got no idea how. <laughs> and it was just one of those things that popped up, and it looked good, and I thought I'd subscribe to Authority, um, which was a, yeah. an onboarding process where you get a number of emails um, pulling you through a you know, funnel of sorts, etc. And then they opened up a course to that, which I took. And meanwhile, I was studying. Uh, they had bloggers guest guest posting, and I was studying them and working out what fitted to what style I had, or who I liked, or who I resonated with. And my writing started to get better, and particularly concentrating on the on the direct response and the copywriting side of it. And I was adequate, but I didn't know a lot about how all the bits and pieces in the digital space all moved together and worked together. Yeah. Um, and really, that's about that time they introduced for the first time the Certified Content Marketers Program. And I thought, wow, this could be, this could be for me. And uh, I enrolled into it, and I just adored it. I just loved it. And to me, it was, it was like the heavens opening up. And it, that's what gave me the aha moment. Now it makes sense. Now mm. I can see all the wheels of the digital ecosystem, how they work, where the problems are, what as a writer or as a copywriter you're wanting to achieve. And um, that was my aha moment. And I think you know, I've done university degrees and other courses online, et cetera, but yeah. The um, certified program was is the best I've done. That's cool. And it certainly gave me a gigantic step up in knowledge and confidence. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so on strategic content, you are helping clients convert prospects using persuasive sales pages. You write landing pages. Um, you do email sequences there. And... Uh, Tell us a little bit about that journey and, and kind of getting that site to where it is now, to where it's kind of, you know, just kind of your home base and, and uh, sure. where, you, where you do do all that great stuff. Well, it, it is my home base. And uh, I take a very holistic approach to digital online marketing. 
And it all starts with the potential buyer or the potential customer, etc. And the most important thing is being able to have empathy with them and understanding their worldview. <clears throat> and that's the core at, for everything I do online, getting to understand who the potential customer is. Mm-hmm. They're the person that's going to pay. It's not a demographic that's going to pull out a credit card. It's a real person. Um, and I believe the game is won and lost there. And then from there, uh, I build a strategy on how we get that person to do whatever we want them to do. Yeah. Where, where I like the uh, conversion side of copywriting or the, the pointy side is that it's very tangible. Um, you can see that someone, you've moved someone, you've transformed someone from here to there and they want to purchase something from you. It could be an online course, it could be a product, it could be a SaaS situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could be something like that. And that's that's very rewarding internally, not from a monetary point of view, but from your words getting them to that point. And it's all about words. It all comes back to uh, copywriting and words. And uh, I think it was Pamela Wilson that said the... Um, the, you know, the stonemasons, the copywriters are the stonemasons of the digital age. And yeah. it's so true. You know, people bang on about, you know, automating this and automating that and automating funnels and email sequences and all the rest of it. But if you haven't got the right words there, you're going to get extremely low conversion rates and you're going to get people that just won't read your content. And, of course, that's the most difficult thing that as writers we face. Is someone going to read what we write? Yeah. Yeah. Well, your uh, credo there is convert your potential customers into buyers. Um, Do you think you've found a pretty solid way of, you know, finding clients and and keeping the uh, conveyor belt moving there for your own business? Yes. uh, It has been word of mouth predominantly. Uh, I've done a lot of work in, um, in Asia, I was living in Kuala Lumpur for the last 10 years and have only just arrived back to Melbourne. Wow. Um, and from there, I was doing work around um, Southeast Asia, um, a lot of work in Amsterdam, uh, in the US, a little bit in the UK. Uh, and it's all been word of mouth and it's all been big picture, strategic big picture type work, which I really do enjoy. Uh, you get many clients or companies they know they need to do something, but they don't know how to do it. And the advice they're getting is um, is pretty poor, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And I think what's happening out there is people are trying to fit traditional marketing into contemporary digital marketing, and it just doesn't work. Um, yeah. it, it's still trying to make the product the hero, not the customer the hero or the potential customer, the hero. Right. And so there's a lot of changing the mindset of a, of a client around in terms of this is what we need to do, this is how we start. And um, I also like to point out that a lot of advertising expenditure digitally, of course, is an expense, whereas giving well-thought-out content to people that read it, potential customers, etc., you're building up an asset over time, a tremendous asset over time, mm-hmm. rather than um, which does get ranked over time too. Yeah, well, content marketing in a in a nutshell, right? 
It is, it is. And it's taking a contemporary rather than a traditional approach. Yeah. So most of the digital agencies, etc., are advertising agencies which have, you know, relying on the advertising platforms to, um, you know, put out a message where the uh, the brand is the hero. You know, let's amplify the brand. Right. Um, and I don't think anyone's woken up in the morning and said, "Gee, I can't wait to see an ad." But they have, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but they have woken up and said, look, I've got this problem or I wouldn't mind doing this with this or finding out about this or I've got this problem, etc." That happens all the time. Yeah. Um, and I think also, Kelvin, that um, with voice search starting to take hold, that's going to change a lot of thinking about um, how do we reach clients, you know, yeah. how do we reach our potential oh, yeah. clients. Oh, yeah. And personally, I think as each month has gone on, or as each six months has gone on, um, the age of the copywriter is just just coming to the forefront because you need someone to be able to write, and they need to be able to understand and um, the, the customer journey. Earlier in the show, I mentioned an invaluable resource for writers: "Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow," a DIY manual for the construction of stories based on three decades of writing, failing, and trying again. Author Steve Almond is a beloved professor at Harvard and Wesleyan and the acclaimed New York Times bestseller of 12 books of fiction and nonfiction. And in Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, Steve employs the radical empathy he displayed as a co-host of the Dear Sugars podcast with Cheryl Strayed, where they explored the joys and trials of storytelling to explode myths that hold us back from writing our deepest and truest work. The book includes chapters on plot, character, and chronology, but travels far beyond the earnest intentions of most craft books. It also includes writing prompts to generate new work. Pulitzer Prize-winning author Richard Russo called it one of the best books on writing he's ever read, and also the funniest. Pick up a copy of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories wherever you buy books, and add it to your TBR today. And just a quick aside to revisit the exclusive Writer Files Patreon community where subscribers get access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and a lot more. I know that for serious writers, it can be more distracting than ever to cut through the noise, stay productive, and home in on what's happening in the publishing industry. Over eight years, we've provided a looking glass into the habits of professional writers and publishing industry insiders. And as your humble host, I've decided to launch a membership-based Patreon for serious scribes to cut through the noise, swap tips and tricks, and hang out with like-minded peers. Just head over to patreon.com slash thewriterfiles for bonus writing resources, monthly episode breakdowns, writer's happy hour, a community of your peers, ad-free episodes, and more. It's free to join to get a preview, and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. Help us start something cool and special. Keep calm and write on. Absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting that you you bring that up because that is looming uh, right there, isn't it? I mean, we're just we're getting Very close, closer and closer to some just pretty disruptive, uh, but very, very um, exciting changes there and that with that voice search and i mean everything's connected now and you're just going to be talking to your what is it that's your, right. your house uh, <laughs> to your house all that's the time right. <laughs> that's house right, to your house house find me <laughs> a <laughs> find me whatever yeah. uh, but as content writers we need to say well 
how do we, I, I think it's going to become more um, question and answer type introduction to yeah. content. Yeah. Um, and then, whereas doing a traditional um, con a page or whatever, wherever the customer is on their journey, it's going to be more, well, what are the questions potential customers are asking us or wanting to ask us? Let's address them. Let's find out about that. And I think a lot of content is going to be starting off with a question, answer, then going into more depth, et cetera, about what then the person would want to know about it. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're on the cusp of a change here. I like it. I like it. Um, so, you know, if you were just starting out in the space and, uh, you know, could give some advice to your to your younger self about kind of getting getting started in the, in the uh, in the work that you're doing now. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Maybe uh, one golden piece of uh, advice you would hand down to writers that are you know thinking about doing what you do. There's two, and um, one is the um, what you write needs to be read. It needs to be noticed, and it needs to be read. And uh, online, if people don't get it straight away, they'll flick away from your page. If people don't get your website straight away, they'll move off. Yeah. And that's this attention span. So the luxury of, you know, lots of, of um, introductory type text, I don't think is there anymore. But that's from a copywriting standpoint. But then to really value add your service, you need to understand the, the ecosystem, the digital ecosystem. And certainly what the certification course that Copyblogger have, that gives you the insight into the, how the whole ecosystem pulls together, how the parts move and how the wheels turn. Mm -hmm. I was fortuitous, very fortuitous in, in doing that, coming across that. And I would recommend, I'd certainly recommend that. Yeah. Uh, and then from, from there, you've got the knowledge to question things. You've certainly got the knowledge to put a different proposition to a potential client and which is using content to attract your audience rather than bombarding them with ads which you know most people have got or are getting ad blockers on phones and all sorts of things people don't want to see an ad <laughs> they, they just don't uh, yeah and those those actually there, there are some brands that are totally aligned with their um with their audience that I respect greatly. Sure. Uh, and, you know, one is Red Bull. You know, yep. with Red Bull, you, you rarely see the word Red Bull. You see the colors, but you see something that, that moves you somehow. And um, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, as soon as you said that, I thought Red Bull, um, another one that was kind of close was like, uh, like GoPro or... Well, uh, exactly. Very similar audience, actually, yeah. I'd suggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read, I read somewhere whereby the closer you can get to your um, customer base or audience, the better you are. But when there is no air or light between, that's when you're totally aligned with your audience, and hmm. that's brilliant. Did you want to uh, offer any advice to uh, to writers thinking about thinking about doing what you do? Yeah, it's um, the key. To success or failure, I believe, is uh, understanding, having empathy with your potential, with your audience, with your potential customer, yeah. seeing their worldview. When you've got that down pat, then you can write to someone as though you're writing to a friend. Oh, that's great. Well, maybe we will 
wrap up with, I don't know, what, what was your biggest hurdle to getting kind of where you are today? And how did, how did you get over it? How did you get past it? Look, using, I used existing contacts to say, here I am, this is what I can do, etc. And just starting. And once you start and once you can show a very tangible benefit, um, word gets around pretty quickly. Yeah. And all my, all my work has been word of mouth. You know, an, an example would be doing someone's landing page. And really, even if you do it just to start off doing it for, for next to nothing, but they can see a 20% conversion rate or a 30% increase in their conversion rate. Yeah. I mean, that's golden. It hasn't cost them hardly anything. <laughs> right. uh, and yet it's an ongoing income stream for them, 30% higher than what they were getting. And those people, they recommend you. Um, and th that's really how I got to where I am. But my work has been in larger project work, which I love, because then you can look at the um, the brand or the company's whole digital yeah. ecosystem and um, fine tune it or ditch it and start again. That's great. Well, uh, hey, congrats on um, the success that you have found out there. Uh, strategic content. .co is Mark's home base. You can see what he's doing over there, and it's it's really awesome to see. I am going to look, mention a couple other. Well, where else can can uh, listeners? There's Twitter. Yep. Uh, that's probably the best thing. A handle there. Um, there's a Facebook page, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, but mainly strategiccontent.co. Okay, perfect. Um, right. Hey, thanks for taking the time to. Uh, elucidate on your uh, business <laughs> and, and life. And uh, we wish you the best of luck uh, moving forward. Uh, Kelton, thanks so much. That's really appreciated. And all the best your end. As I reminded you at the top of the show, copyblogger.com is best known for rock solid content strategy and writing advice. But did you know they also certify content marketers? If you have a great writing voice and are willing to learn rock solid content strategy, check out the opportunity to get CopyBlogger certified as a content marketer. Just head over to rainmaker.fm slash certification. And be sure to head over there soon because the enrollment period opens in mid-September 2018. That's rainmaker.fm slash certification. And my second guest today is content maestro and journeyman Aaron Rickson of rickson.com, who specializes in content marketing services for web agencies and their clients. His business slogan is repeatable process, repeatable results. He has over 20 years experience in technical and online content writing with over 5 million words and hundreds of projects and dozens of industries under his belt. He's also a copy blogger certified content marketer. In this segment, Aaron and I discuss how to make a living as a writer without hitting the bestseller lists, the timing and determination required to find a fulfilling freelance career, why there's no bad time to become an online content creator, the writer's unique content creation framework for success, and why so many online writers struggle with the Sistine Chapel effect. All right, I've got another special guest uh, this week, and um, I am looking very forward to chatting with Aaron Rickson of Rickson.com. Aaron, thanks for popping on here to chat with us. Thank you, Kelton. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. So... 
As I'm looking at uh, your fantastic website, <laughs> rickson.com, um, you know, I just, I noticed, I noticed the professionalism of it, um, but I, I do love some of the language in here. Obviously, you're a great mm. writer, but, um, you know, you're talking about reputable process, reputable results, and your experience looks pretty extensive. So maybe catch, catch listeners up a little bit on kind of where you've been and how you came to uh, specifically kind of this type of writing. Sure. Uh, well, I, I guess, you know, maybe you've heard before the, the idea that, oh, you know, I spent all my childhood writing stories. Uh, I always, you know, had a pencil in hand. Yeah. That was not me. <laughs> not me at all. <laughs> I couldn't write a story to save my life. I read a lot. Um, but I wasn't really aware of, you know, uh, technical writing or c- corporate writing as a thing until, uh, gosh, after I'd graduated from school, um, I was just kind of slumming around in retail jobs in the early nineties and a, a girlfriend at the time saw a newspaper ad that said, you should apply for this job. You can totally do this. No. And I ended up getting the job. I went to work for a company that made speakers for your stereo and wrote manuals and catalogs and uh you know inserts for the packages these kinds of things and kind of fell into Hmm. the idea that yes you can make a living as a writer without ever even i mean without ever even looking at the new york times bestseller list much (laughs) much less hating it right yeah so that was a long time ago that was like 20 years ago, I started doing that. Wow. And I've been working pretty steadily ever since. When I think back to kind of like the early days of when I got into the copywriting stuff, did you have a few favorite uh, kind of go-to books that you that you studied or, or uh, precedents that you looked at? Well, at first it was all technical communication. I was trying to figure out how to be a better technical writer because after the speaker company ended up writing... Um, policies for um a governmental organization we have up here in ontario canada uh and then i got into corporate communications um you know the the discipline of talking internally to your own staff so i read and i read and i read in that field it was also a government job so there was a lot of time to (laughs) to waste during the day (laughs) And I guess, gosh, I don't even know, nine, 2009 or 10, I found this thing called Copyblogger. Mm. And that's really sort of when the light bulb went off that, you know, okay, I have been sort of dancing around the edges of persuasion, trying to get um, employees to buy into this initiative or that plan or whatever. Uh, but no, this is actually a field. This is a thing where you can learn how to use psychology and marketing uh, together to get people to do more of what you want. So that's when I dove right into the, to the, to the, you know, the, the Caples and the Sugarman's and the, um, uh, you know, the, gosh, I can't think of his name now, Schwartz. Yeah. All the, all these, all the, the, the quote unquote classics of copywriting. That's when I started to read about, uh, you know, headlines and subheadlines and the offer and the call to action and all that stuff. So it's really, I mean, it, as far as persuasive writing is concerned, it's really only been sort of the past kind of seven or eight years that I've been really going f- full bore on that stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. You made the transition then, obviously, out of that workaday desk job to, you know, now your own little agency. And uh, you've obviously come quite a a ways. Um, (laughs) It's really cool to see. But, you know, you've you've talked a little bit about the process, I know, um, in that piece on Copy Blogger where you were featured. But tell us a little bit about just kind of that transition, what that was like for you and how you found a way to reliably, you know, find clients and and kind of uh, get out of the get out of the regular job. Well, some of it was timing. Let's not kid around. Some of it was just happening to be there as a capable writer when companies all over the world were starting to wake up to the idea that they needed to be doing more with content. You know, copy bloggers, the first one to tell you that Content marketing has existed for a hundred years since they made the John Deere catalog, but that's right. The, you know, the world didn't really catch on to that fact until about six or seven years ago. So, in one sense, I was positioned well at the time. Um, but there is a lot of what Chet Holmes calls uh, pig-headed determination. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a whole lot of of hacking involved. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had that job, and then I had another job, and yet I I would get up at four in the morning and write for clients until I went into work, and I'd write on the commuter train in, and I'd write at lunch, and I'd I'd you know sleep on the way home, and mm-hmm. um, then write again after dinner once the kids went to bed if necessary, write on the weekends, and just build and build and build this this um, uh, bank of referral business that got so big that. Eventually, I could quite easily see the transition spot from yeah. corporate employee to full-time freelancer. And then after a rebrand from from freelancer to, you know, virtual agency owner. So it's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's, I don't mean to suggest that it can't be duplicated. I think what I'm trying to say is, yeah, any, anyone can do it. If you're looking to take the leap, there's no, there's never going to be a perfect time to do it. But there's probably not a bad time. I was just telling someone this morning that uh, there's always going to be a need for words, whether you're telling someone how to use the blender or whether you are um, convincing them that they need to buy the blender in the first place. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're, uh, you know, if you're interested in getting further into the writing game, I can't see, I can't see the content piece of it going away. I don't know what yeah. the web is itself is going to look like 10 years from now. No one does. <laughs> no. But but I have a feeling that it's going to involve words in some capacity, whether that's a script or whether that's something that we read or whether that's something that gets implanted straight into our brains. Wow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. 
Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about, uh, and earlier in this episode with my other guest, um, voice search and kind of how that's going to kind of uh, change things. Oh, God, I love voice search. <laughs> I watched at a conference, I watched somebody um, demonstrate what's happening there. I don't know what your guest uh, spoke about, but I watched someone say, you know, what's the president of the United States? And, and you know, Google spat out the answer. But then the next query was, what's his dog's name? <laughs> wow. And, and Google knew who who the searcher was talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's tricky for a machine to do. You're using a a pronoun there. You're not saying, what's the president of the United States dog's name? You're using that pronoun and chaining it to your previous query, and they've got all that stuff taken care of, man. It's like <laughs> singularity crazy. is around the corner. <laughs> yeah. I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they have to learn how to open the door first. Um, <laughs> but uh, tell us a little bit about... Um, because I know you pointed me at uh, the Braver content. Um, oh, the framework that I yeah, developed. the framework, and I was really interested in that because I was reading it and I was like, oh yeah, this is this is definitely like right in the copy blogger uh, wheelhouse. So tell us a little bit about that. I understand you did a, a talk. <laughs> don't say don't say that, or I'm going to start guest pitching now. <laughs> tell us a little bit about the framework and and how it kind of helps your sure. your uh, clients to wrap their heads around um, your specialty. Well, I've just started speaking on it. It's a it's a framework that is about the fact that content now is is a commodity, right? I mean, I think anyone who's listening to this podcast, either as a writer or a um, or, or a listener with an interest in writing, understands that there's just so much of it out there. And where, you know, in 2010, you could get ahead by simply publishing something. Now you have to publish the greatest piece of content since yesterday or you know whatever it is right? <laughs> you need to in order to stand out anymore you have to stand up and be something different now that's hard to do if you are afraid of making waves like so many businesses are so this braver framework of mine it's an acronym and it stands for um what i feel are the the distinguishing characteristics of content that stands out you know, quickly. They are uh, bold, relevant, authoritative, vulnerable, engaging, and remarkable. And when I talk about those six pieces of braver, I show examples of what each of those kinds of content look like, and I, I give questions that you can ask yourself um, to see whether you are, you know, approaching the <laughs> approaching the slope of the curve of bold, or whether you're, you know, you're sort of still backing away. But it's it's an idea that in its infancy right now, but it's it's starting to come together as a way of saying, you know, if we were, if this were our only piece of content, would we be satisfied with this piece of content, or are we simply going through the motions? Are we are we publishing a blog post because we've got something to say? Or are we publishing it because it's Tuesday and that's when we publish blog posts? <laughs> right. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, it's good stuff. You know, did you have any um, kind of like major hurdle that you needed to get over in order to kind of get where you are now? Something that you can point back to that 
was maybe one of your biggest challenges? Hmm. Gosh, I think I'm probably still struggling with it, right? You, you, as a, you know, as a quote unquote creative person, there's always that, I call it the Sistine Chapel effect where you want to be doing great work. You want to be doing legacy work, you know? Is this, you know, oh gosh, I wish I had had the project where I could paint my own Sistine Chapel ceiling. <laughs> um, and the reality is that there's not, there's not a lot of it out there. There's always going to be some type of compromise where you are, quote unquote, sacrificing your artistic integrity to get the job done. But you, you have to remember that in the, um, Sorry, I'm so lost in thought. I just dropped my pen. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave that in. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. The uh, in in the in the corporate world, you're writing to accomplish a goal. It doesn't matter whether that's educating someone or getting them to open their wallet, and make a donation, or um, getting them to buy something. You have a goal to accomplish, and your capital C creativity needs to take a back seat. At to uh, needs, needs to take a back seat to that. So I think my big challenge, and I think the one that probably a lot of people like, might identify with, is is that constant tug between wanting to do legacy work and realizing that you still need to get the job done. Yeah. Uh, so that causes you to question yourself a lot of times. You know, am I doing the right thing? Am I should I even be in this business? Isn't this just silly or this frivolous? Once in a while, you'll you'll hit a home run and um, knock it out of the park with something that you feel really, really, really good about that also accomplishes that goal. But many times, there's always some secret compromise that you're making. No, the headline that you wanted was too long, or you you were you knew that you were taking too long to get to the offer, and so you had to cut it in half, even though your your beautiful prose died a <laughs> withering death <laughs> on the on the desk, you know. Um, I think that's that's one of my big challenges. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm taking for obviously, I'm taking as bedrock all the challenges that writers normally go through, like the the you know the crippling need for validation and the <laughs> self esteem right. problem, the the coffee addiction, all those things that that are you know part and parcel of the normal day. I think probably yeah, my biggest challenge is that tug between wanting to do great work and just needing to work. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think uh, writers of all stripes um run up against that at some point especially when you when you have to feed your yourself and your family and <laughs> yeah keep well, a roof over your head it's, that's exactly right i mean i'm i'm the sole uh, the for, for the time being the sole income earner you know yeah. um or at least uh my wife's business is is still in such a fledgling state that the the percentages are so skewed i feel sometimes like i'm the sole income earner sure and so there's me and my wife and two kids and two dogs and the car and the house and the bills that have to be paid. Right. So yeah, sometimes you do take, let's say the automotive blog where you're shilling, um, uh, the 2018 models because the, the, the stuff that you wish you could be doing simply just doesn't pay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to end the podcast on a downer. I'm very, <laughs> no, I'm it's very grateful for the work that I get extremely, uh, extremely happy to have been able to carve out a little piece of 
you know, the competitive market and, and find enough work to sustain uh, the kind of life that I want to build. It's a very lucky place to be in. And I would tell anybody who's thinking about writing for a living, by all means, jump in with both feet because it's extremely rewarding at the end of the day. For sure, for sure. Well, that was going to be my next question for any starry-eyed uh, writers out there that are thinking about um, heading down this path and maybe thinking about the uh, Certified Writers uh, Training Program. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice, um, you know, for those for those uh, fledgling scribes? Certifications, I think, are great because they they um, act almost as a shorthand for a certain type of skeptic. You know, the person who says, "I don't know, show me, prove to me," and you can use those types of things. You can use things like the the, the copy blogger um, certified content marketer program to even dodge sometimes the need for sample work. You know, you can say things like, no, sorry, I don't do spec work. I don't, I don't write samples for free, but here, you know, copy blogger thinks I'm good and I can show you some samples of some things that I've done. That should be enough. And, and most times that'll carry you through. I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, any kind of badge like that that you can you can put up on your site to say yeah no seriously I'm I'm of a different class I, there there are there well like the like the slogan on my website says there's other writers but there's only one Rickson <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know because it's a competitive market out there there are thousands and thousands of people who will write for three cents a word six cents a word uh, and Anything you can do to distinguish yourself, to differentiate yourself from that crowd is a good thing. Yeah, well put, well put. Well, congrats on your successes and your great website. I'll point Thank out it one friend. more time, rickson.com. And um, best of luck with everything. Um, anywhere else you want to point listeners to connect with you out there? No, they're more than welcome to 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 reach out to me at aaron at rickson.com, W-R-I-X-O-N. Com. I'd love to hear from people. I can share the uh, the Braver framework if you like. As I mentioned, it's in its infancy, so I haven't essentially productized the lead magnet yet, but I'd be more than happy to bounce the idea off people and kick it around and see if it still stands at the end of the day. Okay, great. I will link to that, of course. And um, thank you again for coming on the show. Thanks, Kelp. Thanks so much for joining us for this special edition of The Writer Files. You can always drop by writerfiles.fm with any comments or questions on the shows or hit me up on Twitter at Kelton Reed. If you're interested in learning more about Copyblogger Certified Content Marketing Training Course, just head over to copyblogger.com slash getcertification. That's copyblogger.com slash getcertification. Uh, you can just drop your email address there and uh, they will get in touch with you. Cheers. Talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.